0: Kurt took his first hard drug five years ago at age 15 years old when a
1: friend offered him a mysterious pill. I went to Broad Park with a mate and he was like, you want to take ecstasy? I had no idea what it was. He offered me this orange pill and I'm like, say, I'll take it. I take the pill. Like, 40 minutes later it kicks in.
0: From then on, he took many, many drugs to the point where he wasn't even living anywhere.
1: Speed is a stimulant that keeps you awake, takes away your appetite, so I'll be on it for six, seven days without sleeping, without, like, barely eating. This isn't there like a zombie.
0: Hoodie came on the podcast to open up about a story and to educate people on drugs. So, let's get right into it. Enjoy the podcast.
2: Hello, Hoodie. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Amazing. Uh, do you want to explain what you're on here to talk about?
1: Growing up in this community leads to lots of different experiences and choices. My life has taken me down lots of paths where there isn't really been guidance in the choices I've made. Um, I wanna go out there and really teach people what their choices are gonna take them down which routes, um, which and what those routes like are gonna lead them to. Like, taking drugs is an amazing journey that can lead to Very bad places, very good places But when you start at 15 or Whatever age then like you don't really know Where you're going to You an
0: amazing journey?
1: Yeah Drugs can be a very fun time If done in the right format in the right setting um, They can take your mind to places That you can't get without that um, They can Take your Give you visuals and Things that aren't real, but it's still a mad time. You can what, what is the right place in the right... The right place and the right time? Right well, times. I've heard like this. If you, for example, you go to the pub, right? If you're sitting around a bunch of apes in the pub and you're not drinking, it's going to be a dead time. So if you need alcohol to make it a good time, then that's probably not the right place. Doing drugs, alcohol, any substance in a place that you would anyhow be having fun and it's just enhancing that's like probably the right step towards it it's an
0: interesting explanation
1: it's like um basically drugs aren't really meant what they've become is an escape a way of living life to not actually have to focus and deal but they're not really I mean I don't know what they meant for and what they created, but the, to have a fun and save time on drugs, you need the, the drugs to be an added experience more than the experience. Can we talk about,
2: well the first time, you said 15 I think, the first time you sort of saw drugs and were
1: hanging around? Uh, making I left Shiva like 15, I was at the really? for a week. Um, I went to Broughton Park with a mate, and he was like, you want to take ecstasy?" I had no idea what it was. He offers me this orange pill, and I'm like, safe, i will take it. I take the pill. Like, 40 minutes later, it kicks in. And we're like, in the park. Um, someone had a party on Hall that night, and me and we were chilling in the park, because we see three police coming through with tortures, screaming, kicking everyone out of the park. I start bugging, tripping out, paranoid, like, mental. And then we walk off, smoke a joint, and I remember walking having this feeling of, like, complete ecstasy. Like, I messaged on when I, like, I'm on top of the world, like, I can do anything right now. That feeling, um, until that point in my life, had never been achieved, not by alcohol, not by, like, success in any other aspect. But, like, it was just that moment, and then, like, with all the other drugs I've taken in my life, I've probably come close to that feeling in different levels and different ways, but I've never achieved that at the top of the world, I can do anything sort of feeling. Wait. Because um,
0: that
1: was your first time? That was my first, it was like, first experience with a harder substance and a journey that so I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I had no idea what it was going to do to me. And like going from being paranoid and running away from the police to that sudden feeling of that rush of boom, boom, boom. Like... Could have been it was the first time or just that like my body was not ready for what was about to happen. Did you take them both in the same night? So I took one that night and then the next night after. I don't think I mentioned before taking twice.
0: So you mm-hmm. had to see and weed on the same night. And yeah. Then it was so good you oh, to okay. replicate on the next
1: night. Um, what basically happened was I took that night... Um, Next day, I was out with someone who hadn't taken drugs who was quite a bit older than me and was like, Do you want to take? And I'm like, Safe. That one didn't really end so well. I was passed out in Brompton Park in the play area, had to get dragged home. But yeah, that was the start of a very interesting five years of my life. So let's delve deeper into those five
2: years. So, what sort of steps did you take from there that sort of made it more real? that you were taking drugs?
1: Well, often. after I took those two pills, like, one after another, I went through a phase of, where well, I probably finished 15 pills over a weekend. Oh,
0: away really that week?
1: Yeah, not, like, the no, weeks finally after. Um, it got to the point where I was, like, the way it actually works is if you keep taking and taking, you have no serotonin left to, I think it's serotonin, like, to give you the high. So, like, if I take XD today and tomorrow, but by the time you're taking it on the third day, you're just wired, because it's a stimulant. You're not actually even getting high. You're not... Got to the point where I was taking XD at the age of 15 and sitting there like a zombie, not really enjoying myself, just chewing my teeth and, like... Existing. Not even existing, because it's, like... Like, imagine drinking 20 Red Bulls, but, like, 100 times worse. You can't sleep, you don't eat, and you're a zombie. That kind of led me to the point where I was like, fuck this, I'm not doing drugs. And that was like the first time I tried to go sober, which didn't really end well. It lasted like maybe a couple of weeks. And then I started like, um, I was offered pharmaceutical Xanax, and I drank on those, um, which ended me in hospital in a very bad place. Um, again, I had no idea what Xanax were. I was in Broughton Park, someone offered me them for free. Um, they told me, Yeah, take them. I'm like, Safe. I took them, like, these don't do anything to you. Um, then I was out and drank a heck of a lot of vodka and I ended up in hospital. Now, um, after many experiences that have ended in pretty much my heart stopping and research, um, pharmaceuticals, especially Xanax, codeines, and alcohol not go together like you wake up in them I remember waking up that that morning after in hospital how the fuck did I get here what happened last night I've got like snapchat memories on me like putting on my story who knows what happened last night who called the ambulance like you wake <coughs> up and your memory is completely blank 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 like you black out when you drink but people can put piece the story together when you mix like pharmaceuticals especially Xanax and alcohol you have a zero recollection of the That's night um, I've done it, but depends what dangerous is really. That was probably my third or fourth time I did that. It was the closest I came to death, so it's probably my worst experience, yeah. Do you stop ever since you did that? Um, mm-hmm. Since the last time, I've never taken Xanax and Alcohol together, yeah. What, what really is Xanax? Um, I think it's uh, like a of no, antidepressants, yeah, I've no idea. I don't, it's. Not even Xanax, though that's the thing, because Xanax isn't legal here prescribed, or it could be is now. But there were these bars that are like from black market and stuff, and no idea what's inside them. But I like, mix them alcohol and like completely fries your brain. Um, so when that first experience happened, then I went to Israel, I tried to go sober. But but in the periods like after that, um, when I experienced more and more drugs, I was 16, 17, and I keep like do you want to take mushrooms do you want to take acids do you want to do this do you want to do that every time I would go on Google before taking the drug i will read up and like if you take mushrooms this happens that happens the other I will ask people who um, I know from the community who are using they weren't really giving a response that was helpful or beneficial it was either like take it have a mad time who cares what happens or it's like you're too young don't do it well the latter was a rare response but like Google is full of crap when it comes to, like, drugs and health benefits, even, like, mixing stuff. Because, like, I remember one, a couple of years back, I will read, can you mix this? And Google will be like, no, it's going to have this uh, result. And then I would try it, and, like, there was no... Could be that I just got lucky. But I think most of the information I've read on drug safety online hasn't really been accurate. So where do you reckon... Well, young people now,
2: if they want to get information about drugs, if they're taking drugs, they're addicted, where do you reckon they should go for
1: information? Well, the point is, I think, as my community, as in the people who have used drugs and are still using drugs, it's our job and our duty to take our experiences, whether we're still using them or not, and be there. So when I'm trip-setting, which is when someone's taking a drug, um, like, it could end wrong, or that's uh, psychedelic or whatever then you have someone there to basically guide you through if it goes wrong. I've done that quite a few times in the last few months. Uh, having someone there who has had the experience, even without the information, let's say, um, is definitely a major benefit because when we were doing drugs back then, it was there was no one there, and even if there would have been, I don't think we would have wanted the information because it was getting slapped down on all the people who we could have turned to who had previously been using drugs. Like, um, my brother, when he found that I took ecstasy. He went absolute mental with me, right? If I would find out my little sister took ecstasy, I would completely approach her in a different way. She shouldn't be using ecstasy. But the point is, like, I feel like the negative approach is completely wrong. It's more has to be an educational approach. How do you approach that? It's about I'm like instead of telling people don't do drugs, they're bad for you because any fifteen, sixteen-year-old kid is gonna say fuck that. Like it's not, I don't care. I personally, when I sit down with these kids, teenagers, and they're using the drugs, I'll be like, don't mix this, don't mix that. If you're gonna mix this, you're gonna take that. Be in the right place, go out in nature. Don't be taking like mushrooms at in park. Don't be taking acid when you're not ready for it. It's about giving guidance that shows that you care, but you're not going to force it down their throats and you're not going to tell them not to do it. Like, I had a kid come over to me this Friday night He was taking 2CB. 2CB is a psychedelic enhancer, which can hit by itself. Usually people take it with MDMA, ketamine and stuff. And just it just pushes it way further. Um, sorry? It push, pushes the experience way further. Basically, no. Um, 2CB is a psychedelic enhancer, so if you take it by itself, if it's good, it will hit. And if you take it with other stuff, you enhances the other drugs. So he came over to me knowing who I am and knowing how I've responded to him in the past. How much should I take? What should I take first? Where should I be? What should I do? (laughs) I met the kid later that night and I thought he would be bugging balls and in a very bad place. He took my advice. He took the 2CB, waited for the come up, saw how hard it was going to hit him, took a lot less MD than it was going to take and he had a mad night. Was it safe? Probably not because like, 16 year old boys shouldn't be taking stuff like that but at the end of the day it was the safest possibility it can be because you took a little bit of advice from someone who has experiences but like the lack of that because people just don't want to do that is ridiculous
0: so going through your journey so you start like you said you start on the heart of drugs and then you took the next night you went to, and you've never fe- felt that high before and going
1: forward my entire drug um, career, let's call it. <laughs> um, you could say has been really chasing that high, but it hasn't. Um, continuing my story, I went to Israel, I went sober there for a while. When I came back, I completely opened a whole new book of drugs. So, up until that point, I hadn't really used much, I I'd use ecstasy and like Xanax and alcohol. and I came back to Israel, whatever was on the table, whatever was on a card whatever dealers I could get from. It doesn't matter what it was, I was taking it. I was in Broughton Park, weekend, week out, taking a tab of acid, like here. My tab of acid is an experience that, how to put this into words, opens your mind, whether it's bull- like nonsense and just seeing stuff, but it's an experience that takes, really... Quite a long time to recover from. It's not something that you can, sh- your mind should be able to do on a week in week out basis. But it got to the point where I wasn't even bothered what was going into my system. Um, I was just trying to get high, and like mm-hmm. till today, I don't aware of the damage that that stuff has done.
0: How from you to get to that
1: high? Uh, I think when I first started using, like that first pill, I don't even think I was escaping. Um, from anything it was just it was offered to me a new experience let's try it that and that's what i was saying before you take choices and you make journeys um without even knowing where they're going because when i took that <coughs> pill i had no idea what i was getting myself in for and like now when i look back when i get at home after a night of sniff and i'm scraping up the baggie and i'm like trying to get every last line and then two hours later i can't fall asleep and i'm hating myself for it and then i'm I'm like I'm not picking up tomorrow, but the second you awake tomorrow you pick up. The 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 chase of running after um substances and the feeling of escape is so intense and when I took that first pill I had no idea what I was getting in for. It's a journey like a challenge and a desire for something that like I've known nothing else.
0: It's interesting, and then you see so you, took, you took, so just coming back. So when
1: you came back to Manchester, then you just took whatever was on the table. When I came back to Manchester, basically I was playing pick a mix wherever I landed. Um, was there any
0: reason for that? That was so much more than before.
1: I think when I came back from Israel, I was in a very bad place. I wanted to go back to Israel. I was not really working. I was working here and there, um, and it was about the fact that like. Um, I was sort of looking at it as in, maybe I'm missing out, maybe I need to try more, because I'm not getting that feeling. Um, I think even to this day, I'm still looking for something in drugs, Um, like DMT, I want to smoke that, because I have it in my mind that drugs are going to give me an answer. I can't have wasted five years of my life using and, like, either running away from myself or digging deeper into my inner subconscious without guessing a response because acid and mushrooms and all these psychedelics are meant to be a mind like alternating drugs um, like in somewhere in America they're using mushrooms as therapy and ayahuasca is used in treatments mm. in South America so there must be something to them so when I'm finishing an acid trip and I'm just like what the fuck was that, I saw stars or trees talking to me, it's all very cool and that but I want something more to that. So, like, DMT is the last drug that I would take to get those answers. But thinking about it and talking to people, there's either two possibilities. A, there's no answers in this for me. Or B, that when you take the drugs, you have to have the right mindset and ask your inner self the questions to come away with something. Because if you're taking drugs to escape, and you're taking drugs to not be here and just to get fucked up, then you're not really going to get answers. So I like sort of slow down whether I should take DMT or not And the moment, it's just sitting in my bedroom. So if the answer
2: is A, are they just giving you false information or is it just working on certain people, not everyone?
1: Um, I think that just because mushrooms necessarily is, are working for therapy, that doesn't mean they can work for everyone. Um, and that definitely doesn't mean that if 17 year old boys should be taking mushrooms in Broughton Park or whatever it is, because for them to work as a therapeutic um, like technique has to be done in the right mindset, in the right room and the right guidance, because taking them and letting your mind wander, pretty much facing your demons in a way, a very different way to escaping your mind. Because I kind of like think, could be wrong or not, but your trip generally is what's going on inside you. So what you see and what you feel and what you hear in your heightened sense is a lot portrayed on your inner mind. Now if you're going to see that and you're just going to watch it, then it's not really going to benefit you. Like I finished my trips and I'm like, what is that? There's no way that can be a therapeutic benefit. But if you're sitting with a therapist and doing it in the right setting, then there's a chance if you get what I'm saying. What do you mean
0: by it? you could explore when you take drugs and you're looking for answers?
1: Well, basically, when you spe- I've spent five years of my life um, in a not really living. I've been surviving. I've been pretty much off the planet. So I want to give myself reasoning that I haven't wasted that and it's guess- gotten me to where I am and I've benefited from it what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, but more than that is that if there's positive to them, then I want my experiences, I want to be able to find the positives in my experiences and take them with me. Do you think there's still something in drugs for you? Do I think there's still something in drugs for me? Um, Depends what drugs, like cocaine and all narcotics, which really are the devil, like... I hate cocaine with such a passion, but I'm still on it all the time. Um, I was never a big fan of cocaine until recently, for the last since like December. I've pretty much been on and off it, like nonstop. I've spent a lot of money on it. Um, when I'm, cocaine is the one drug I can say when I'm on it. Not really necessarily enjoying myself. Um, for example, on ecstasy, it comes with a good feeling. You take X, you go, you dance, you have fun, you take cocaine. Um, and me personally, I take cocaine, it speeds your mind up, you you're more alert and whatever. Um, but as a lot of the times I'll be sitting on my bed watching and be like very anxious and stressed whilst I'm on coke, but I'll still go and grab another line because my body will tell me that it will calm me down, because I'm just, it's all my cravings where I'm anxious, but then it will help, but then, like, the next day, you still go through it, because it's something about the pull from the drugs that just takes out, like, um, rational reasoning, but with psychedelics, um, I think in the right, if I do go to South America, or I go in the right setting, I do believe that, Potentially, I could come away with an experience and that will be beneficial for me.
2: There is a lot of talk about psychedelics, especially in America. Why is it bigger in America than it is here? America is it, um, is it legal
1: there? Um, in one state some mushrooms are legal, yeah, but it's more about that. America's always more advanced than England. <laughs> I think, uh, they be legal. Do I think drugs should be legal? Well, from um,
0: a and
1: from your experience, basically. Well I can tell you, do I think drugs should be legal? No, hundred percent not. And yes, um the government will make lots of money off them, mm. so fuck that they shouldn't be legal Secondly, um when I've I was at Park Life um this year where right. right, they have a drug testing station there. I was watching people um give stuff to get testing. All the drugs that the police confiscate they go through a testing, I was watching um, on TikTok on Vice. I think it was 60% or something like that of drugs that they're tested don't have what they are meant to have in. If drugs were legal, then you'll get um, what you actually are meant to get. In Amsterdam, they're thinking about making ecstasy legal, right? If you brought a pill from a pharmacy, whatever ever certainly end up doing it, you will know what you're getting. when I go to a dealer and I pick up a pill, chances are ecstasy is meant to be um, mainly MDMA. But... Who knows what's inside it like, I tested the pill I can't remember exactly what was in it But I think if I'm not mistaken There was meth in the pill There was a load of shit that If someone offered me not in the form of a pill Telling me it was XC I will tell them to like I'm not taking that It's like Because they're not legal You have a lot more um, room for Not knowing what you're taking And also with doses, dosage um, But At the end of the day if they become legal then it'll be like alcohol and i personally believe alcohol is not really safe for them much drugs from like my experiences with alcohol alcohol is the one drug that it gets to a point where you're not in control if you keep drinking you keep drinking you'll end up not really being in control With drugs i sort of always feel that however far flung i am i'm sitting like a zombie i'm more in control so to speak but if they make drugs legal then you'll have everyone on them, so not really. Do you like taking drugs? Do I like taking drugs? That's quite an interesting question, because if you would have asked me that when I took that first pill, I would have probably said yes. Um, Throughout the years, the answer changes left and right. Um, I guess right now I'll probably say (laughs) that if I was taking drugs, um, I was at a party on Saturday night, I took some ecstasy some md some cocaine i was dancing i had a good time i had a great night um did i enjoy that night yes i enjoy the drugs yes could i've been at that party and had a good time without it 100 percent. so that was a good night but then you get times like last night i was sitting in my bedroom i was feeling very awful um when i was sniffing the coke it didn't really make me feel better when i drank the bottle of whiskey it didn't really bring um the feeling of what I was looking for and the enjoyment. So then it's not... That's, like, back to my original point of if drugs are used in the right amount and the right places and the right surroundings, they can be, like, great, and you can enjoy them. But if you abuse them and you let them take over, then they're not really enjoyable. And, like, definitely not enjoyable to your bank account. So what, and the
0: point that cost you a lot for the drugs, how um, does
1: that work? Well and talk to my credit cards about that one, yeah, that is, if drugs would leave me in a stable mind frame, and like, whilst I was high, I was like, sort of with it, then I could see how badly it was damaging my finances, it would definitely be a massive push to go sober, and it kind of is, but like, then when you have a shit day and you want to escape, it's, you just lose it, because that's your, like, everyone's addicted to something that takes a pain away. And, like, when you're in the moment and you're in that stage, you're not think, really thinking about the fact that my account's minus this, minus that. You're just thinking, I want the escape. So, it's not really a big enough pull. I forget. It's interesting you
0: say everyone, everyone's
1: addicted to something to escape. Um, I feel like we're living in a world that is crazy and lost and. At the End of the day, whatever you're gonna do to even if you're addicted <laughs> to winning or you're addicted to like running, there could be healthy things, but everyone we can't we're not wired to survive without um an escape without um a let out Anything's yeah, it's it's could, it could be there's plenty of healthy addictions, but we we need the way we're wired to function is that we need to let out and we need to get we need to give us like take what well, gives adrenaline.
2: I mean, it has changed back in the day, like. Ages ago We used to have to survive To live We used to have to run away From wild animals And you know Hunt to survive And get shelter for the night But we don't have that anymore Everything's so comfortable And so easy to live That it, you just need something
1: there so, Well those were bad days I mean was no government And no one controlled. you In a way you. but they
2: had wild animals And they were killing each other And they had to fight for But no but
1: so. you What you wanted You fought for And you got um, you lived your life If you wanted to eat You need to go and get food Not now that like, Wherever you turn You have distractions You have the internet You have the movies You have whatever that is, is It's a too much of a Comfortable world to live in And that's why the world's Like going to shit
2: There's points for both of them uh, Can we talk about So you've come back from Israel You've um, taken drugs Like mix. Yeah Roughly lost the tissues
0: uh, technical
2: director. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah. So, so when you got back, then you were taking drugs like picamix as you said before. Um, what happened after that? What was there any like um, realization that you were taking them a lot or
1: coming back from Israel and um. um going on that journey of, like, taking drugs the way I was, uh, led to a process of going sober, not going sober, um, a constant battle for the last five years of what I did, I'm still going through, um, to the point that, like, you know, you go sober, you get, chip, you get excited and whatever, and, like, I would go on a bender and then like wake up and go sober. It would like a week later I would be completely sober, but I'll be on this natural high because my body is still like. I remember it was Jim Kippa one year. I, I'm like, I kept Jim Kippa. It was the first day I was sober in like years, like a long, long time. I come home to Jim Kippa, so I'd been sober for 25 hours. I am off my head, like. Literally flying. My mum's like, "Why are you on?" I'm like, "I'm sober." I went sober after that for like a week. Um, when it comes to the end of the week, your body crashes so hard that it makes the going uh, sobriety process so hard. Like, you come down and you just sit in bed and you hate the world. You hate everything. The ironic thing is that by getting out of bed and getting drugs again it is just setting that process on repeat.
2: What do you mean by crashed? Does your body just sort of.? Um,
1: well, you are lacking basic um, functions for your body. Um, like, for example, on cocaine, most people don't eat. Um, I've been on speed benders where I wouldn't sleep for a week, I would What's barely. Basically, means um, speed is a stimulant that keeps you awake, it takes away your appetite, so I'll be on it for six, seven days. Without sleeping, without like barely eating, and you're sitting there like a zombie, and finally, like your body crashes and shuts down, and like you sleep, but the sleep doesn't do it for you. And when you fe- when you wake up, you you feel exhausted, and you're like it takes weeks to recover from your. It's like you do a marathon, and you finish, you're shattered, but you go to, you do your your recovery, and you're fine. With drugs, I find that like the recovery <coughs> process. Is cut off short because you just wanna go again.
0: Um
1: hard work and determination is really the only way out. Um and then it really depends on why you're using as well. Because if you're using because because it's fun and um cocaine has addictive stimulants in it and stuff like that, then there's a simple way out you need to show yourself i am more than my drugs i am more than my addiction you've got to work like a dog you have to put your drugs down you have to fight the fight if you're using to run away from your inner demons um and or avoiding child or trauma or whatever it is then you can try go sober a million times i mean i know this from my own personal experience that no matter how many times I've tried to fight the drug battle, until I deal with what I need to deal with and go to therapy and try and move on in life, going sober is just really a temporary fix. So
2: is that a goal now for you, to go sober? Or do you think you'll carry on with drugs?
1: Um, personally, I've been trying to go sober for quite a while now. Um, it's definitely my goal. Um, my 20th birthday um, was a couple of weeks ago. I um, at that point, I was like, it's been, it's been five years of money-wasting. Plenty of fun nights, but probably more not-so-fun <laughs> nights, and it's got to the point where enough is enough. So it's more the fact that, take it one day at a time, let's get through the day, let's get through the week, and if I'm sober, I'm sober, and if not, try again tomorrow. I used to look up, um, when I went sober, let's like, so all go sober for a week, and then I broke my sobriety it would all crash, um, as in I would be like, so I've ruined it, whatever, I'm not going to manage, I can't do this. When I relapse now, I look at it a much more positive attitude because I've realised that I've spent five years doing this and we are humans We make mistakes, we're going to relapse. So if I relapse today, tomorrow is a brand new day, so to speak. Um, I'm hoping that, yeah, within the next few months I will. Is
0: there any way to get out of that except for, of course, we can get them the same next day that's next day, very always um is there hard any
1: way to get out of it except for that because it's
0: extremely hard to do I like think
1: that. the only way to battle addiction really is taking it day by day um there could be other ways that I'm not aware of um then of course you can like take yourself out of circumstances because if you're someone recovering from addiction and you go to places where people are sniffing smoking whatever you're putting yourself at risk but if you change your circle you change what you do you're definitely on a better path to avoiding it
2: have you ever been to the 12-step program um
1: is that what it's called yeah i'm a -A -A a very big fan of the 12 steps i'm not such a big fan of the meeting process like i've been to a couple of meetings and like my experiences there was a load of fifty year old crackheads who are getting their shit together, telling their stories. I couldn't really relate to it at all, but this I'm working through the steps with a sponsor. <laughs> um I gotta start again at step one because I relapsed, but the steps are very powerful. Not even for getting over addiction, but just um really life skills and how to recover in life in general, the twelve steps are very powerful. If you wish you
0: weren't if you had a choice now.
1: I don't think so really because I feel like this is my past out in life um, if I haven't they make that choice then the people I've helped in the past and the people I help in the future won't have that benefit would it have made my life easier and would I be richer and in a better place mentally and emotionally and physically 100% but I believe I've come down this path for a reason, and like, I have the strength to get out of it, um, but like, this is my journey, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Can I ask
2: you what your lowest, you don't have to answer anything, but uh, what was your lowest
1: moment taking drugs? Lowest moment taking drugs? When drugs, I don't know if it was my lowest moment, but it's, point where I quite hate myself the most when you're in a, another dimension with drugs and your thoughts are being controlled <coughs> by the substances, and you're sitting there beating yourself up um, why am I thinking like this? Why am I doing this? Why am I behaving like this? Why am I feeling like this? When you know deep down it's the drugs, and you're beating yourself up that you can't um, stop thinking like this, but you want to stop because you can't stop the drugs then that's kind of like emotionally the worst it goes not really like a point in my life but just sort of the loop yeah. of needing but, wanting, needing but wanting out but can't guessing out sounds tough
2: um, I
1: can say that
0: so <laughs> <laughs> back, back to the story which we're taking a long time to get yeah. <laughs> so we said you came back from Israel and you had a Um, And then then That was the
1: continuation Um, So there's been like a couple of times I went sober in between um, And like I think from then on really I started becoming more aware of What drugs would do to me What drugs I should be taking I think after like probably a year A year and a half after I came back from Israel After a couple of suicide attempts And like when I'm like shit what am I doing to myself? This is not going the right way. I slowly realised that if I want to be someone who uses drugs in a healthy way and I want to have a good time and I want to be that person who's always the maddest at the parties, then I've got to find some way of doing it that I'm not going to end up dead very quickly, um, which is kind of very difficult to do because when you're using drugs on a long-term basis, there really isn't any like safe way to do them. Um, there's precautions you can take But it still doesn't make it safe Because like, if you're sniffing coke every night There's a very high chance of a heart attack Or if you're doing whatever drug you're doing Then it's If it's long term and it's constant It's not safe So there's no real safe way to do drugs long term But definitely safer than it was <coughs> When I came back <coughs> from Israel yeah, When you touched on the point
0: yeah. about suicide attacks Are you okay
1: after talking about that? Um, yeah, I guess um they weren't really necessarily i think drug related um it's just got to the point of well i suppose they really are drug related because the way i was feeling in my life at that point um lost and alone without um direction and will to go forward was potentially because of the drugs um to get to the point where you um live in life and you You work in a dead-end job, but you barely get to. You are surrounded by a circle of friends that you don't really call friends or are more like acquaintances. Um, And all you do together is run away from each other by using drugs and it's a sleep-eat-repeat cycle. (coughs) Coming away from every day feeling unsatisfied and nothing to it really eats at your inner core and really, like, um, destroys you and puts you in places like that. So if I'm right,
0: by not having any real friends, just acquaintances, by not having, not having your real meaning,
1: just escape creates this loop that you want to escape from. That's the way I that feel like if you're living a life without direction, without purpose, um, then there's only one way down. And the deeper the cycle goes, then the further down you get until you hit rock bottom. Um, as I like to say, there's no rock bottom because you always land deeper somewhere else um, there's been many points in my life when I've thought I've taken this too far, I need to get out of it um, but in reality it's not about hitting rock bottom to push yourself back up because um, you can hit rock bottom and go further down like I said or you can decide I want to change my ways today and then so what really is rock because today my rock bottom could be A and next week it'll be B. I suppose it's in relation to how you feel. In every moment, how you're feeling could either be the top or the worst because today, that's the best moment of the day and it's the worst moment of the day but then tomorrow it could be 100 times worse but still better than yesterday.
0: Let's say Aaron were to say he wanted to take doesn't and he was going to take it tomorrow, what advice would you...
1: Um someone wants to smoke weed. Well personally they say like weed's not a drug. Um but like if you want to smoke weed No but you only say weed's not a drug because you've had you've, drugs. Yeah. Um they say weed's weed's a gateway drug, but at the end of the day, like <laughs> from a health point of view and the way the world is going, that like, it's legal in so many places and you can't overdose on it. You can it makes you lazy and you are very unproductive, and you're not. If somebody wants to be successful in life, shouldn't be smoking weed. But the health risks are not high. That's why I don't think weed's a drug. I've seen a lot of people turn into couch potatoes, as they call as they call them on um, weed, and lose a lot of potential. But f- from a drug point of view, I won't call it a drug really. Um, but if you want to smoke weed, I would say, um, if you want to have an experience where you are sitting in um you can kill time without doing it, like when I tried to go sober um I'm always like I'm bored, like smoke a joint takes five minutes, but the thing is you when you smoke and you're high, you sit in the park, sit wherever everyone you sit for half an hour an hour, and none of you talking to each other, listening to music, just mong out from it, and you've killed an hours of time, so really if you're looking to do that then go ahead smoke a joint because it's not got that much damage but if you want to be a productive person moving forward and achieving your goals then don't smoke a joint.
0: So if Aaron was to take tomorrow that's what you would
1: say to him? Yeah. How about cocaine? Um, Well cocaine I have quite a personal opinion on I would strongly advise not to Um, I would tell you to Ask yourself why you feel the need to take cocaine, Um, and really, um, if you can't answer that, then find another alternative. Because with cocaine, it's, you pick, uh, from my experiences anyway, that cocaine is one of the most addictive substances, that even if you're picking up that first bag for enjoyment, like, everyone in Parliament uses Coke. All the people in all these parties use Coke. is meant to be the drug that you go out and you have fun on it and, like, you go to the club, you have confidence, you can talk to anyone. But once you get stuck in the game and stuck in the addiction, like, I know myself, I have people messaging me, you want to go out, you want to do this. And I'll be like, no, because I want to sit in my bedroom and sniff my drugs. The drug that's meant to be sociable, the drug that's meant to be active and um, put you out there, um, I'm choosing to sit at home in my bedroom sniffing that instead of being sociable at the end of the day like yeah cocaine is not a drug you should do yeah. <laughs> it's, um, yeah it starts off as like a fun thing and then you end up sitting in a very negative like place not socialising and sitting sniffing in your own room so if there was a drug that Maybe
2: you wouldn't recommend some. If someone was asking you about drugs, would you sort of push them into the
1: direction of a certain drug, maybe like a psychedelic or something? Um, So I believe that psychedelics is very mental, and like for people that I'm usually talking to and giving advice on drugs, don't believe that many of them are in a mental state. To be like, I was sixteen, I think, when I took acid for the first time. I don't know, but I believe that that's had very um, severe things in my way of thinking not for the beneficial um the drug my drug if someone was gonna do drugs and they want to know what drug to do i'll probably tell them to take um mdma and um, crystal form because that should only be clean mdma not necessarily safe but people tend to have a safe time on it and with the come down that comes with it it Quite harsh. Um, so people either take again the next day and then go through that pattern where they end up um, wired and the zombie because they're taking every day, or you just stop after the first time because you're sitting there on a heavy calm down. Um, most of my experiences on MD, I think pretty much all of them have been like positive, sociable, out the clubs and parties or just chilling with people in the park I've never sat in my bedroom on MDMA depressed wanting to kill myself but I have done that on cocaine and many other drugs does uh,
0: those experiences where you have a drug and a few hours later you sit down and you're sitting there depressed Mm -hmm. you're going to get
1: yourself suicidal does that not ever push you -hmm. to stop that's not how button. um (laughs) The effects of drugs on your mind does push you to stop, but in the reality, the next day when you have the cravings, you're not really sitting there depressed anymore. All you have is that itch to get the stuff in your system. Yeah.
2: Okay. Is that a good way to end? Yeah, what do you
1: think?